Hello, and welcome to the Resist Extremism podcast, the show that covers everything politically extreme and more. This show talks about extremist groups, tactics, goals, and purpose to educate our audience and country about this fast-growing agenda, which was escalated by the Trump administration. This show is sponsored by Illinois Political Reporter and Tonto Records. I am the host, Bonnie Karowski, an Illinois journalist, influencer, and survivor of radicalized extremists and domestic terrorism. Today, we're defining extremism. We're going to show the difference between extremists and domestic terrorists and call on our government to take some action. Let's start with what is extremism. Extremism is the holding of extreme political or religious views, often advocating illegal, violent, or other forms of extreme behavior. Extremism is considered to be, by many, a necessary condition of terrorism. In many cases, terrorist groups require their followers to adopt extremist and intolerant worldviews in order to dehumanize, prosecute, kill, or oppress descendants and opponents. Often the victims of extremism are political, religious, ethnic, and sexual minorities. We as journalists are always under attack uh, through domestic terrorism, and so are our elected officials and their families. Extremism is often divided into two different categories. We have violent extremism and nonviolent. Uh, the violent extremism is used to describe movements that endorse certain forms of violence, including terrorist violence, to pursue an extremist ideological agenda. Nonviolent extremism is used to describe movements that purpose similar agendas and extremist agendas through nonviolent means, which is like um, democratic processes or political processes, nonviolent advocacy, political organizing, and protests. The use of online social media, though, has caused many nonviolent extremists to tip overboard into the violent areas. Both forms of extremism, violent and nonviolent extremism, work to pursue end goals that are intolerant of descendants and politically violent. There are many types of extremism, including Islamic extremism, far-left extremism, far-right extremism, and forms of special interest extremism that focus on topics such as government laws, animal rights, and environmentalism. These movements, including those that profess nonviolence, may turn violent in short terms, like through terrorist activities, or in long terms, like through state-sanctioned violence and human rights abuses. Right-wing extremism in the United States appears to be a growing sector. The number of terrorist attacks by far-right perpetrators rose over the past decade, more than quadrupling between 2016 and 2017. U.S. federal and local agencies need to double down to counter that threat. There's also been a rise in far-right attacks in Europe, not just in America, and it's been jumping there 43% since 2016. The threat from right-wing terrorism in the United States appears to be rising. Of particular concern are the white supremacist and anti-government extremists, such as militia groups and so-called sovereign citizens interested in plotting attacks against the government, racial, religious, and political targets in the United States. 86% of our domestic terrorism comes from these groups, according to the FBI website. Although violent left-wing groups and individuals are also presenting a threat, the far-right networks appear to be better armed, funded by dark money, and just larger and more organized. So to be clear, the terms right-wing extremists and left-wing extremists do not correspond to any political party on this show or in the United States in general. 
such as Republicans or Democrats. Opinion polls in the United States already show that most Republicans and most Democrats loathe terrorism. It is anti-American. So how can you tell the difference between terrorism groups and extremist groups? Terrorism is an action or threat designed to influence the government or intimidate the public. Its purpose is to advance a political, religious, or ideological cause. Some of the bullet points that we list on our websites include endangering a person's life, other than that of the person committing the action, involving serious violence against a person, causing serious damage to property or persons, creating a serious risk to public's health or safety, and interfering with or seriously disrupting any electronic system or government action. So some wonder how terrorism differs from extremism. Extremism is the vocal or active opposition to the fundamental values, including democracy, the rule of law, individual liberty, and respect and tolerance for different faiths and beliefs. It's important to remember that not all extremist groups, extreme right wing or Islamic, mixed in unclear ideologies or others, will commit terrorist or violent acts. However, some groups pose particular threats, both online and offline, especially when they join with others with the same views. This typically happens through the online social media sites, and then behaviors, because of the similar views in the group, start to escalate, and it moves quickly into terrorism. One of the tactics that they use online to move from just an extremist view into terrorism is called stochastic terrorism. That's going to be covered in another episode. We're also going to be covering how they recruit, how they organize, and even how they receive funding. This podcast series will have episodes on their strategies to put top people into elected positions, their agendas, and tactics to win elections. We'll also be covering individuals and groups from these organizations. Our call to action today is to push for reform of archaic state-by-state laws to combat domestic terrorism and extremism on a local level. It's harming our country, our politicians, our journalists, activists, and even the smallest communities. Mostly it's harming our freedom of speech, as extremists believe that they have a right to freedom of speech, but that nobody else does. And they do their best to stifle all oppositions. And sometimes that is through fear, intimidation, stalking, stochastic terrorism tactics, and other illegal actions that are causing harm to people. Therefore, with the rising trend in right-wing extremism, U.S. federal and local agencies need to shift some of their focus and intelligence resources to penetrating far-right networks state-by-state state and preventing future attacks. The following bills passed the House last year, H.R. 350, Domestic Terrorism Prevention Act, and the H.R.E.S. 1124, this provides for consideration of the 350 bill to authorize dedicated domestic terrorism offices within the Department of Homeland Security, the Department of Justice, and the Federal Bureau of Investigation to analyze and monitor domestic terrorist activity and requires the federal government to take steps to prevent it. This covers a situation nationwide but does nothing for boots on the floor in each state. We see the disaster this is happening and the number of people harmed. Since red states are most likely unable to stop statewide laws due to the rise in extremists there on boards, federal laws need to cover state support forces. We're calling for task forces in each state to be set up, tip lines and dispatchers ready, and all tips followed up on. These agencies need to add staff and attorneys ready to prosecute. State's attorneys need training to spot terrorism. Local and county law enforcement needs a place to report and to be educated. 
Laws need to be made holding social media sites responsible for allowing terrorism to remain on their sites and to recruit. We did see an effort, hashtag fix the feed this year, which was an initiative started to hold social media billionaires accountable. Our future podcasts are going to cover topics such as the lack of government systems currently in place, spotlight examples of how reports are being handled and the actions taken. We will have survivors and experts on this topic guest speaking over the next few months, as well as useful tips on how to survive with extremists in your community, in your household, or soliciting your children for their next militia army. That wraps up our discussion for today on resist extremism. Please visit our other topics on the IllinoisReporter.com and thank you for the hard work by Illinois Political Writers Investigative Team for the information supplied today. We will see you next time.